BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. And this is the third time we've started the podcast over because JC said she's shy. I got insecure about the way I started the podcast. Welcome back, though, everyone. If you're new, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy to have <laughs> you here. Um, today, we're going to tell your stories that you sent in of the worst lie or lies you've ever. Oh, wait. I think just. We're you've slightly ever, ever told. told. Yeah. And maybe been caught in. Maybe been caught in. Maybe when you're taken to the grave. I was telling Chelsea, I swear I saw this idea from someone else, from another podcast, but I cannot remember for the life of me who I saw post about this like worst lie you've ever told. I remember thinking, oh, that'd be a good podcast episode. And I don't know where I found it. And it's really bothering me because, you know, I like to give people credit if we have ideas. Like if you sent us us in an idea or if I saw it somewhere I want to credit you but I don't know who to credit to so if it's you let me know you know what the internet has just first of all I want to congratulate you on remembering to say your face oh I got scared <laughs> on um remembering to say the topic right away mm-hmm. that's Thank the you. second week in a row Thank congrats <laughs> also the internet has really created a toxic space for stealing ideas because you put an idea on the internet, it's gone. You cannot claim it. You cannot. It's true. You know, people just do it. Like TikTok was literally created to steal other people's ideas. It's true. I've seen multiple of the same, like a, a TikTok that's like just the same idea to the mm-hmm. same sound just over and over. Yeah. And I'm like, the first person who did that is probably like, cool. Neat. Yeah. Like I, I actually created that. One time I was tagged. So I had this one video on my TikTok that went viral. It was like about the Hunger Games because there was like a Hunger Games trend going on. Mm-hmm. I wrote, it was like actually pretty long. Do you remember? It was like, yeah, I do actually. It was like long typed words, whatever, uh-huh. uh, like almost a paragraph. And someone, I got tagged in a video and it said like, um, inspiration from whatever. Mm-hmm. Same exact video, same exact words. Literally, she did the same exact thing. I'm like, uh, that's not inspiration, honey. That's copying. Yeah, that's the same exact. Like, I'm like, what if that literally went viral? Like, the good for her, but also like, <clears throat> at least she gave you credit. At least she didn't. It's say true. Nothing at all. It's true. But I'm like, literally, imagine people. If she had not done that and just went viral, like you, you just have no way of being like, that was my idea. Like, I literally wrote that out, created that entire thing. It's like um, how everyone just thought Charlie D'Amelio made up the. Renegade dance. Renegade dance. Like everyone associated that with her. It was like, oh, it's Charlie's dance. Charlie, like Charlie's the queen of TikTok. The girl who actually made it. It's like, cool. Yeah. I literally made it up. Exactly. And and Charlie did end up like giving her credit and stuff, which is good. But that that, that is true. You make Mm -hmm. a good point. It's kind of like once it's on the internet. You have to get over. I've heard there's this quote that's like, if everybody just let go of, of feeling the need to get credit, like if credit didn't exist, basically, 
the world would be so much more advanced than it is because people just wouldn't care so much about like that was my idea it's like who cares true i will say i'm very toxic about that like if something's my idea i'm always like no that's my idea like don't take credit for my idea i said that i did this whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like really who cares it's true like you you create to share so if somebody takes it isn't that what you want yeah, I guess you know? that's true. I wonder what that stems from. I'm like, hmm, what insecurity of yours is that? Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, I wonder why people are so possessive over their ideas. I mean, I, I think feel it's that just way. individuality. Like, yeah. just wanting to be like, no, like this was, you know, I want credit for this because I created it. Yeah. I get that. I mean, I feel the same way with a lot of things. Yeah. Definitely. Let me give you guys a life update. I've been spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spiraling. No, I have, you know, the mental health has been on the rocks lately for, for me. On and I, the rocks. And I feel like, I It's don't been know. in the dark, let's say. Yeah, let's just say. It's been in the dungeon. I've been in a dungeon Airbnb. <laughs> and with no sunlight, I've really seen how that's taken a toll on my mood. I think people might think, oh, no sunlight. Like, it's not as bright as your house. Like, genuinely, this is very dark. Like, you genuinely don't see the sun in this house. Yeah. There's no direct sunlight. No. I was saying in my Airbnb tour, I'm like, I hate to keep harping on the fact that it's dark, but it's like, uh, uh, that's the only thing I could focus on because it's pitch black in here. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, it's kind of, you know, dark. You were even saying that when you're over the other day. You're like, I'm feeling, what were you saying? That you're feeling tired and you're like, or maybe it's just because it's pitch black in here. And it was literally like midday. Yes. It wasn't even nighttime. I'm like, it's time for a nap. Yeah. And that's how Leif and I have both been in the weirdest mood. It's like, it's like it's been rainy for you for like two weeks. Yes. Yes, I it's it's and it's such a contrast from what I was living in before. I think mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Yes. So anyway, but I got outside today. Literally went from the surface of the sun to the back of the moon. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Yeah. Um, we went outside today. Went on a walk, and it made me feel a lot better. And we went to Barnes and Noble, which I must say is one really, of my favorite places on earth. Really lifts the mood. That really boosts my spirit. Your mind really, it's not even just the feeling that I get when I go to Whole Foods. It's like, oh, this is nice. I love this. Barnes Noble's that times like 15, where you go in there and your mindset genuinely changes for the better. Like you genuinely start to feel excited. You start to feel inspired. inspired. You start to feel like there's a world of possibilities out there. I... Couldn't agree more. I was like walking around Barnes and Noble. We were just looking at these different books. They had a bunch of different, we were in this section for a while, like architecture type of books, just books of different homes and different places. There was this one of like Nordic homes. And anyway, we were, Leif and I were just kind of flipping through some of them. And I was like, I never want to get on my phone again. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's an exaggeration because I do. But you go there and you're like, I want to read for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm like, I want to read all day, every day. Whenever I have a free moment, I want to read because I was reading about all these different homes and like, you know, in Sweden, this is a tradition in Bella. And I'm like, this is so much more interesting and inspiring than me just watching TikTok dances all day. Like, yes, I really, it was a wake up call and I'm sure tomorrow I'll be on TikTok all day, but yeah, <laughs> I, it's nice for a day. It's nice for a day. And I actually did get this book, which someone recommended it to me a while ago. And it's called How to Break Up with Your Phone. Ooh. And it's just all about, you know, it says like, is your phone the first thing you reach for in the morning? Last thing you touch before bed? Like, do you say you just want to check on it, you know, check up something and then you're on it for an hour, which I feel like everyone can probably relate to. And anyway, it says it's practical hands-on plan to break up and then make up with your phone. 
Nice. Anyway, I'm gonna have I'm to ex- borrow that. Yeah, it sounds good. It's talking about like it says a long term relationship with your phone that feels good. So it's not yeah. like oh, never touch your phone again. Yeah. But I think it's just like actual tips, healthy relationship. Yeah, which I could use because I feel like. I've talked a lot about how I just feel like my phone is definitely by far my biggest addiction. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten to a place where I'm just like, no, this actually is a problem. Yeah. Yes. And it's kind of scaring me how that is the first thing I reach for. You know how I know it's a problem? How? Sorry, I just interrupted you. No, go for it. When when I watch TV instead of being on my phone, I feel like accomplished. Like I feel like I'm like in the moment. Literally. Like I've been watching this anime show. It's called My Hero Academia. I've been trying to finish this last season. It's so good. And I will be like, okay, I'm not on my phone tonight. I'm like watching TV and I feel like I'm an awesome in the moment person. I feel the same way. I feel like if I'm, yeah, I'll put my phone like on here on this ottoman. I'll just like be laying down watching a show. I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, it's so good to just not be like (laughs) on technology. Oh, wait, I'm watching TV instead. But I genuinely feel like it's better for some reason. It is. Literally also the show that I'm watching, My Hero Academia, I don't know if I've talked about this specific show before, but it's one of the shows that it's one I recommended to our friend Rachel and she mm-hmm. texted me when she was watching it and she's like, I'm already crying and it's literally the first episode. If you want to get into anime, you're like, oh, I don't really know what to watch. Watch My Hero Academia. You it's gotta a say great- that slower because I, I don't even know what you're oh, saying. Oh, sorry. It's my hero, like a hero, superhero. Yeah. Academia, like academics, academia. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the school. It's like, you know, it's called UA. But I don't actually know what it stands for now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm like, Hero? Hero Academy? Um, anyways, it's about, you know what kind of gives me the vibes? Who might be mad at this? Like Harry Potter vibes almost because it's mm. a school, but they're like very talented. He's like the chosen like superhero. Okay. So think of those vibes. Obviously, Harry Potter is very good. My Hero Academia is also one of the top animes, animes out there. It's really good. Extremely ex- inspiring. Yeah. Um. Well, really fast, I have to say, did you see what I tagged you in? Yes. About manga? Yes. I'm like, here's the thing. Let's start drawing it. It'll be fun. I'm down. Wouldn't you be down? Like, you know we what? Should, we should just, you know how we, for my birthday, we painted? Yes. I was like, we should just have a day where we draw them just for fun. I think that'd I'm be fun. down. Let's literally have a birthday party for me, manga style. I'm ready. Like, it, I think it'd just be funny and fun. I just had a great day for my birthday. We should have an anime birthday party. Okay. And all we do is draw manga. Okay, I'm down. (laughs) I can arrange that. And an anime birthday cake. Really, really fast before you continue, I was going to say the same thing about Survivor. We were were watching the Gen X, well, we actually just finished it, but Gen X versus Millennials season. I've been bawling. Like multiple episodes, sobbing. Is it? Some, it's like the family part always gets me. And that's like mostly what I'm referring oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. some of the contestants just have like the most touching conversations. Leif literally cried. Oh, wow. In, in this, what? Come on. What a You wuss. did. <laughs> Didn't you cry a little bit, Leif? Yeah, just like choked up. He got a little choked up because it was just so sweet. sweet. And, I, and I feel the same way though, where I'm like, I'm so inspired right now. Mm-hmm. Like even watching this, I think a lot of shows can have that effect on you yes. in a good way. More so than my phone ever. Mm-hmm, totally. More but, so than a 30-second TikTok could do for me. Yeah. Honestly, as long as you're not watching like reality TV, yes. I feel like it could potentially uplift you yes. and inspire you in some way. Literally this show. Okay, wait. First of all, before I get into that, before I forget, 
If you or anyone you know knows how to draw anime, I literally will pay somebody to draw an anime version of me. <gasps> cute. To oh, have, like cute. for a profile picture there or were, something. There were a ton. There was a whole section of um, drawing anime and manga books in the Barnes really? Noble. Like, you would be obsessed. Okay, I'm gonna have just to try that out. Really quite the twist of our <laughs> podcast. Like, 90s cute vibes. We just start drawing anime every draw day. Draw manga every day. Um, um, yeah, anyways. Basically, let me tell you the premise of the show really quick. That very, very brief. No, let's keep it brief. <laughs> I'm like, I will get into it. It is seven seasons. No, I think I'm on season four right now. But basically, there's a kid who lives in a world where everyone has quirks. <laughs> okay, Chelsea, we're done. We're done. No, no, okay. no, no, no. We're not done. Or everybody. We talk about other shows all the time. There's this kid who's born into a world. Okay, imagine like half the population has quirks, basically. It's like superpowers. So like say you don't know if you have like a superpower yet. But when you're like an elementary school kid, you figure out you can elementary. fly. <laughs> you figure out you can like fly. <laughs> hey, that's toxic. We talked about that last time. I know. I actually, <laughs> I do love anime for you. Like I love it. I love that you are passionate about it. Actually, it's cool. I think yeah. it's cool that you're passionate about anime. Thank you. I was talking about the correcting my word. Oh. Wait, what what are we talking? What did I say? How I said something wrong and how we cannot mess up our words around each other. Oh. <laughs> Not the anime Oops. thing. No, I'm just briefly so you have a, you know, person with who's like, I really want to be a superhero more than anything in this world. I want to save and help people. And then he found finds out he doesn't have a quirk. Oh, that's so sad. he can't be a superhero. So he just he's normal. And he's so sad. They're, literally, you cry within like the first 30 seconds because he's just bawling like, so I can't be a superhero like this guy. He meets his hero and then you'll have to watch the rest from that. But basically, he trains to be but like the best. Tells us the end. No, basically, <laughs> this whole show, he's trying to be the best superhero he could be. He wants to be the best in the world. And he's always saying stuff like, but if I just try my best and if I just believe that I can. Oh, so cute. Like every episode, he's just like, I will overcome anything. And you just literally watch it like, I want to go be the best person I ever could be. Okay. I love that journey. It's really good. Maybe I'll have to give it a shot. We can watch it at your, your manga birthday party. Yay. All right. We're going to take a quick little break to talk about our sponsor. Our new sponsor, which I'm so excited about, is Bruch. You heard that right. Bruch. That's B-R-U-U-S-H. Bruch. This is one of the most stunning toothbrushes I've ever laid my eyes on. She is a queen. Like she is stunning. She is is chic. She is sleek. Yes. And And best of all, she works like a freaking, I don't even know. Beast. Yes. (laughs) She's a beast. After I use my brush, my teeth feel like I just got done with the dentist. You know, when you get your braces off and your teeth just feel so smooth. Mm -hmm. That's literally the feeling I get after I use my brush. And if you're still using a manual toothbrush, I'm going to need you to get with the times. Most dentists recommend electric brushes because they're proven to be more effective. So this is the time. This is your sign to get an electric toothbrush. And that electric toothbrush needs to be brush. I'm telling you right now. So there are six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. Four-week battery life, magnetic charging stand, compact travel case, a subscription program so you can never forget to change your brush head again because that's something that you need to do that like mm-hmm. I 
literally always I will use a toothbrush for literally two years yes horrible um Bruce ships you new replacement heads every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head and the sleek design like we've said the Bruce's electric toothbrush has a modern aesthetically pleasing design comes in trend driven seasonal colors and looks great on your bathroom counter it really does so get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code what we said at Bruce.com that is 15% off using promo code what we said at Bruce.com B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Go check it out. Do you have any life update for us? Nope. Just that I've been watching My Hair Academia. I'm trying to finish the last season. Okay. I did go to Arizona this last weekend mm-hmm. to celebrate my father-in-law's 60th birthday. Love that. Played a lot of pickleball. Played a lot of pickleball. Um, He does not seem 60. He was like, we played pickleball with him and I took a little video and posted on my story. And... First of all, Nick is really good at tennis and pickleball. He's like such a natural athlete. And his dad and his mom beat us every single time. His dad was like a collegiate tennis player. His mom's really good at tennis as well. And like very coordinated, very athletic, both of them. And they literally, we cannot beat them. Like we try so hard. At pickleball? At pickleball. And they just always beat us. Wow. So it's really fun to play them. But I posted a video of us playing and his dad like hit a really good like backward shot and people are messaging me like he's turning 60 today and I'm like I know that's actually kind of crazy like that is crazy he's just running around the pickleball court I feel like the older you get the more you realize that like I don't know that you can be in your prime at an older age than you thought exactly that's what I think I even think that about my 30s I'm like I cannot wait for my 30s yeah so many people I know say that's the best time of their lives when I thought 30 was old Exactly. When I was like in high school, I was like, oh, I don't want to be 30. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, I will be thriving. Yes. And even in my 40s, I feel that way. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say is even in your 60s, you could be thriving. Exactly. Um, but it was fun. Should we get into these yes. worst lies? Let's get into the deception. Let's get right into it. I feel like these are kind of like confessions, which are fun. We haven't done a confessions episode in a while. I love, I love hearing your guys' dirty secrets. Yes, we love the tea. Okay. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to finally be sharing a story, but absolutely still mortified typing this. My boyfriend's grandparents asked us to watch their show dog. Wow. Okay. While they went on a vacation. They literally eat, breathe, and sleep everything related to show dogs. So it's definitely safe to say they absolutely cherish their dog biscuit. Love. This dog was literally the definition of high maintenance. For instance, we had to microwave his perfectly weighed out 10 ounces of ground beef for eight seconds and not a second more or less. Brush him every three hours. The list goes on. Anyway, towards one of the last nights we were watching him, I had horrible stomach pains and I was suffering bad. My boyfriend had just started dating, uh, what? Another girl. No, I think they had just started dating a few months before and we're not totally comfortable around each other yet. Like I could tell him I wasn't feeling good, but I could have never told him that I was literally holding in a fart that could probably, (sighs) that could probably last a solid three minutes and possibly kill him. Goodbye. (laughs) I couldn't take it any longer. So I told him I was going to get something from my car and literally let it rip in the middle of the street. I come back inside. Leif is just cracking up next to me. There is nothing Leif loves more than a poop story. Or joke. Okay. I come back inside and sit on the bed while he's in the shower. And I get up to get clothes out or something and notice a fat skid mark on the duvet cover of the bed. I realized I realized I totally sharded myself and legit did not hesitate for one second before I was throwing the dog on top of the bed so he could take the blame. My boyfriend was so disgusted with the dog. Hello. 
I was mortified but relieved. We put the duvet cover in the wash and all was good after that. Until the next day, he was on the phone with his mom and told her the whole story of how Biscuit left a poop <gasps> on the bed and how he's never offering to watch him for his grandparents again. I feel bad for letting the dog take the blame. Haha, <laughs> poor thing is labeled as high maintenance and a dog that leaves skid marks. Haha, <laughs> I'm literally dead writing this. Okay, that's fine. I, Leif is our like roommate at this point. He just plays Call of Duty next to us while we podcast from, apparently now. I panicked and I can't believe I was ever able to recover from this. I always told myself I would tell him one day, just not sure when that is. I think I would definitely have to be on my deathbed to consider telling him. I hope everyone gets a good kick out of this because I will probably spend the rest of my life literally wanting to die over the fact I legit sharded in my boyfriend's bed. Love you guys and the podcast so much. Thank you for always making my week so much brighter. That's wow, bad. Wow, that is bad. Skid marks? Like, I'm shook that she didn't notice and sat on his bed and it like transferred. Were you naked? <laughs> no, I don't think Through so. Through your pants? Like, I, so you had to hide your pants that had skid marks? Yeah, I don't know. I need more details. Yeah, <laughs> How I need, does that work out? Yeah. You know what something's I mean? not adding up. Like, if Maybe they were naked. If it's going through your pants, like that's a big… That's a big skid. Yeah, a big that's skid. not a skid. No. That really is a full shart. That is repulsive, <laughs> but I'm dead. The do- That's honestly smart thinking to throw the dog on. Yeah. Because it's like, what else are you going to do? Think yeah. about it. Goodbye. You always think in those situations, like, just tell them they'll understand. But when you're actually in the moment, there's no way. No. You know what I'm thinking not. about? How sometimes I just put myself, I, I put myself in a, an imaginary scenario just to embarrass myself for like the thrill of it or something. Like, I was just thinking, what if you were in an aisle of a grocery store and you like farted and it smelled bad and you're like, oh, I'm alone. But then like Harry Styles just happened to be at that thing. Harry Styles. he starts walking. Like what if literally he turns onto the aisle and it's like smells and what are you going to (laughs) do? You just own it because you realize that Harry Styles won't love you anyway. So it doesn't matter. So what you just turned to him and say, I farted. You just say nothing. But it just smells horrible. You're just like. (laughs) (laughs) He looks at you. We're doing Stick the tongue, tongue out. Oh, sick. Okay. Good morning, girls. It's night. Thank you. <laughs> Just wanted to start by saying I love your podcast. It's the best part of my day. I've always wanted to submit a story and I finally have the chance to. Well, to start off, when I was in high school during my junior year, I used to skip class a ton to hang out with my friends to play Uno. Okay. I'm so sorry. Very wholesome. We were obsessed. Most people literally smoking <laughs> weed, her playing Uno. Playing Uno. We were obsessed. Such a random thing to be obsessed with. On one of the days, I was walking into the cafeteria and saw my math teacher. I had skipped her class three days. Ooh, that really is awkward. Yeah, that is. I didn't realize it was that many. Oh, I skipped her class three days in a row? Dang. I didn't realize it was that many. She pulled me aside and asked what was going on. I panicked and told her I thought I was pregnant. She looked shocked and asked if I was okay and if I was. I'm guessing pregnant. Yeah. And I told her that I wasn't sure yet, but that I was feeling nauseous and weird. She said, it's okay and comforted me. The <gasps> next day I went to my class. My friend let me know that my math teacher who was pregnant let the class know she had a miscarriage. Wait, the math what? teacher was pregnant? The, the one math you told? teacher was pregnant as well. And let the class know she had a miscarriage. I felt like crap for lying to her about that. But now I understood why she was being so comforting to me. That was also around report cards time. And since I skipped so much, I was sure I wasn't going to have a good grade. But she actually ended up giving me an A. After, oh, girl, that is bad. 
After that, I stopped skipping class. She ended up taking a break from school, so I was never able to let her know I wasn't pregnant. But I learned my lesson to never lie again, especially about pregnancy. Hope you enjoyed the story. Ooh, that is bad. That's like a life lesson you learn. Like, that's literally God telling you not to lie. When you yes. have something like that where you're like, oh, sheesh. Yeah. Shoot. That, that's a phrase I picked up this weekend that I can't stop saying. Sheesh. Sheesh. And it's like so nerdy. Wait, sometimes I do that where I'll just have a new word and use it to death for like yes. two months. I'm and like, I, don't, I don't know where I like we were playing pickleball every time I'm like oh sheesh and I'm like, what <laughs> is that so nerdy Ew. sheesh hi ladies my sister is my bestie and got me hooked on your podcast months ago and we cannot get enough your Love sister's that. a real one I pray your emails never get hacked because I'm taking this one all the way to the grave <laughs> well honestly with our password you know <laughs> it's <laughs> not it might be in the cards you know what I was saying? We will be switching our password literally today. To my cousins or my cousins? <laughs> I haven't seen my cousins in ages. Sorry. Not my cousins, my siblings. I was at dinner and we were talking about how we do confession episodes. And uh-huh. they're like, so how do they send them in? I'm like, they just email them. They're like, with their names and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, they trust us. Like, we don't care. And then I was like, you know what we could do? We could blackmail people. Oh my gosh. Literally <laughs> makes people not want to write in ever. That's so true. We have people, some of people's dark, deep secrets. Literally could be like, <laughs> imagine they just get an email back. It's like, they send in there like, I'm cheating on my <laughs> husband. We send them back like, I'm so sorry to hear about this. But if you do not send me a $20,000 check, I will be <laughs> reporting it to your husband. Like we could literally be making bank. <laughs> Our new side hustle. Better watch your we back. We won't do that, you guys. We would never do that. You can trust we us. Trust we you. promise. I don't even we look trust at that. Tr- truthfully, I don't even look at the names. No. And it's like, it would be way too time consuming for us to like do background. Like to be like, oh, no. who is this? I've never once looked up someone's name and been like, who was this that wrote no, it? No, and we get so many. We get so many. It's just not even, it's not worth the time. Okay. For where, us. Where are definitely we? worth the time for you. Well, okay. Take this to our grave. She's going to take us all to the way to the grave. Okay. (laughs) When I was a junior in high school, I would drive my mom's Dodge Durango. I grew up in a small town, so bonfires down by the river were common and one of the only things to do. So one weekend, my girlfriends and I decided we were going to meet up with a bunch of friends down by the river and have a bonfire. Not sure now why we didn't tell our parents, but since it was high school, I'm sure we were meeting up with boys. They probably didn't want us around out in the middle of nowhere. Since I drove the Durango, a good-sized SUV, I was confident me and the girls would make it down to the river without a problem. So wrong. It was a newer spot that everyone was meeting at, and so we were not familiar with the roads. Plus, it was late and pitch black outside. We were almost there when we came upon what seemed like a little wash slash ditch. Also wrong. It was much deeper than expected. Anyways, I gunned it and got us perfectly lodged in between (gasps) the wash with only the front passenger tire and rear driver tire touching the ground. I'm having a hard time visualizing this. It's like the front two tires? It says with only the front passenger tire and the rear driver <gasps> tire tire touching the ground. Sorry? <laughs> it's like sideways? Yeah. <laughs> We've just tried to do a visual that literally did not help at all. <laughs> but how does that explain it? Yeah, I, I know I know that, but it's like, how are they only touching the ground? I ended up having to call some friends that were already at the bonfire to come help us get unstuck, and one of them convinced me to let... Them tried to drive it and get it unstuck. They went pedal to the metal and got the car out and managed to bottom out the black bumper while doing so. 
It wasn't until we got to the fire and backed in to sit in the truck like cool kids that I realized the right side of the bumper was literally detached and kind of just floating there because of the other side still being attached. After trying to fix it on my own the next day, no clue how to fix a bumper, lol, and thinking up a million stories I could tell my super strict mom, I decided I would just say nothing at all until she noticed. A week later, she noticed and was furious, so obviously I was terrified. The first thing that came out of my mouth was that I must have been hit and run by another car at some point in the high school parking lot. LOL. What the crap was I thinking? I couldn't let myself down, so I held on the lie, just thinking over time she would just let it go. Wrong again. (laughs) Turns out my mom went to the high school first thing in the morning the next day to ask for parking lot cameras. Oh, no. The cameras just so happened to be down that week. You are a real one, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) You're a real one, Jesus. And then filed a police report because insurance said it would be about $3,000 to repair. (gasps) I'm cringing just replaying all this in my head. It's been several years, and even though my mom ended up selling the car a few years later, I will never tell a soul. Love you, girls. Oh. That's bad. That is bad. What if she would have gotten the footage and, and sees that like… Because if she was driving every day and it was already had like the bumper off. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she sees her pull into school right, with the bumper. with it. And she's like, sorry? For five days straight. She's like, um… Yikes. That's, that's a risky move just not saying anything. That'd be terrifying. terrifying. You'd just be walking on eggshells every day waiting for her to find out. You just got to tell. This is a lesson I learned from my grandma. I broke her plant one time crashed off the toilet. I actually didn't even touch it. Literally just fell off while I was taking a shower and it like cracked. It was like a potter or a pot. Mm-hmm. And I did not tell anybody. And my mom went into the, I was terrified. I'm like, my grandma's house was so nice. And I didn't tell anyone. I just went to the family room when I was like watching TV or something. And my mom came in and she was like, did you break that pot? And I was like, yeah. And I started bawling. She's like, you have to tell your grandma. And Wait, like, how old were you? I don't know. Probably like eight or oh, something. Okay. I'm like 21. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, you have to go tell your grandma. And I was terrified. So my mom like took me to go tell my grandma. And I was like, I'm for sure like getting kicked out of the house or something. Like she's gonna be so mad. And she was like, it's okay. My grandma's like, it's fine. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, it's always better to be honest. I mean, why didn't I just tell that in the first place? So from that point on, it's like, I always knew. If I break something of my parents, of somebody, just tell them, even though it's like kind of awkward to tell them. Mm -hmm. And you might get in trouble a little bit. But it's better than... I just have the guiltiest conscience. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if I did that, I would just be like, I feel horrible. Yeah. I can't live with the cringe, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the cringe. The thought of the, the, the conversation happening. Real talk. If you don't love your hair, then you need to leave your current hair care products back in 2020 and try Function of Beauty instead. Okay. This is the shampoo and conditioner that I use every single time I wash my hair. And I feel like it's helped me so much because I've been trying to grow my hair out. And my hair kind of like tends to fall out a lot. Like I have very, very uh, thin, fragile hair. And Function of Beauty helps me target those concerns and helps them be better. I hate to flex on you guys, but Function of Beauty did repost one of our photos of like oh, yeah. in your bathroom and it looked so, so, so cute. freaking cute. Anyway, Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair's specific needs. So here's how to get started. You first take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little bit about your hair type, you know, whether it's straight, wavy, curly, etc., and your hair goals, such as lengthen, volumize, or oil control. And next, choose your color and fragrance, or you can go fragrance and dye free. Plus, subscribers get access to more exclusive colors and scents. Then Function of Beauty's team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it to you along with fun little stickers and all the instructions you need. Also, I will say I have the fragrance and dye-free ones now, and it doesn't 
smell bad or anything like that. Yeah. Like maybe if you think fragrance-free means it smells bad, it does not. There are over 54 trillion possible formulations and Function of Beauty has over 50,000 five-star reviews. Every ingredient they use is vegan and cruelty-free and they never use sulfates or parabens, which we absolutely love. They also offer completely personalized formulas for skincare and body care as well so you can customize your full beauty routine. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash what we said to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash what we said to let them know that we sent you and to get 20% off your order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash what we said. Go check it out. Seriously obsessed with everything you guys do and look forward to Tuesdays every week for girl talk with my online besties. Okay, so here goes my lie. When I started dating my now husband in college, I was so nervous and really wanted to impress him. So when I found out that he played soccer, I randomly spit out that I myself played soccer in high school. I didn't. Huh? <laughs> I was on varsity <laughs> starting my freshman year. Ooh, that's which, gonna like, backfire. never happens. LOL. All <gasps> right. She said she's on varsity her freshman year. She really wanted to impress this man. Like takes it two steps too far. I even told him that I got offered a scholarship but got hurt. So <laughs> that's bad. Okay, you're taking, you're taking this, it way too this far. This is no longer like an accidental <laughs> thing. I even told him that I got offered a scholarship but got hurt so I couldn't play my senior year. To this day, he doesn't know. And every time we go out to play soccer with friends, he says that I'm coming out of retirement to which I play and suck it up. So maybe he knows and isn't saying anything. LOL. Thanks for making my week a little brighter. Love you guys. What? She still hasn't told him and she just is not good at soccer? That's that's more than just like a accidental She's like, like he, he, I blurted out. Why did I say then that? Keeps talking yeah. about the scholarship. Creates an entire life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That is a full on lie. That is a full on lie. Okay. Hello, ladies. First I want to say that this is the best podcast I look forward to it. Every single week, you guys are like sunshine. Oh. Wow. That's Thank nice. You. Okay, worst lie. When I was a sophomore in high school, me and my friends went to a beach in San Diego, about an hour away from us. This lifeguard came up to us and invited us to a college lifeguard party the next day. Clearly, I was a high schooler and my mom would not let me go to a college party an hour away. There was no way I could get away with it because she tracks me and I cannot turn off my location. So instead, I got an old phone from a friend and drove 30 minutes to the Apple store and had them switch my location services to the random phone. I left that phone at a friend's, told my mom I was having a sleepover, and took my real phone to the party. My mom still wow. does not know about it. I'm now a senior in college and I cannot believe I went to that extent of a lie to go to this quote-unquote cool party. That <laughs> is extra. You know what, though? When you want to go somewhere when you're young and you think it's going to be cool, it's you, like you will, will make it happen. You will not stop at anything no. to get there. You will go to the ends of the earth to make sure you like go you to that party. You will do the most inconvenient, crazy things to get there. What, wait, why didn't she just leave her? I guess she just didn't want to be without her phone. I was going to say, why don't you just leave yeah. your real phone at the friends and go to the party? Was the friend going with you? I don't know. Because maybe if you're alone, yeah, you want your, your phone. True. But if you're like with your friend and she has a phone, why don't you just go? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she felt mm. uns I don't know. I say that. I'm literally attached to my phone if I didn't yeah. have it for <laughs> one just minute. just your phone at home? Be in the moment. Yeah, you should get this book I just got called How to Break Up With Your Phone. Yeah. Sounds like you're addicted. <laughs> Sounds like you got a real problem. Good morning, girls. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> This what? is a real short one. My sophomore year of college, I said I had celiac disease and that I'm gluten-free to relate to this guy I really liked. And I have been gluten-free for two years and will take that to the grave. SMH, <gasps> I feel like an idiot. 
Wait, or just still lies? for the guy? She's like still dating the guy? And so that's why she has to be gluten-free? I don't know. Maybe she, that's literally all she said. Uh, 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 the lies that kill me are the ones where you're like trying to impress a guy. Yes. Have you you're ever told like, a lie why? to impress a guy? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember too. I don't think I have. Like I can't think of a big I one basically. I don't think so either. No, because my my idea of flirting was like the opposite of pleasing the guy. It was like literally trying to roast him and like <laughs> Wait, be as me. unattainable as possible. Do you know what I just remembered? What? When a guy you were dating and his friends, like they would like tell us a lie that was just like completely believable. They'd be like, oh yeah, like I ha- I have cousins in Idaho that like that do this. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. And they'd be, and then they'd start cracking up and be like, you believed us? We're like, sorry. That's a completely <laughs> I do remember believable that. story. Yes, yeah, like, and but they weren't even kid, they weren't trying to be funny. Like they actually believed we were gullible was yeah. the thing. They're like, you guys seriously believe anything. Yeah. Like you literally They're said- like, we went to a party in Phoenix the other night. We're like, wow, that's crazy. And like, you believe that we went to a party in Phoenix? And it's like, literally, how would we know that? Second <laughs> yeah. of all, who cares? I specifically remember them saying yes, he has like- a cousin in Idaho. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. Everyone here has family from Cousins Idaho. in Idaho. Why would that be shocking to us? Oh my gosh, that's funny. So funny. Okay. Hi, girls. You are both literal stars and I love you so much. Wow. What a compliment. Thank you. The worst lie I ever told was back in my junior year of high school. I was asked out on a double date by a really cool guy, I thought at the time, to go snowboarding. I grew up in Utah and assumed everyone knew how to ski and snowboard besides me. So of course, to look cool, I told him I'd love to go and that I loved snowboarding. I may have accidentally let on that I was pretty good. That's the worst thing you could do. Yeah. Uh, And I think I'm actually the opposite where I'm like, uh, go to the extreme to be like, I'm horrible at this to make sure that... To verify, or not, not verify, basically to make sure that I don't look dumb. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to do is say guarantee? that you're, yes, to guarantee that I don't look dumb. Yeah. It's like, the last thing you want to do is be like, I'm awesome at this. And then yes. you go and you're not, you don't live up to their expectations. Especially something you know you'll probably do with them. No, no, no. They're going snowboarding on a date. And she's telling him she's good. And she's never. Yeah, that's weird. And she's never been, right? Yeah. Yeah, she got asked on a double date to go snowboarding. And since she went to Utah, or since she grew up in Utah, she was like, of course, like, I love snowboarding. And she said, and I kind of let on that I was pretty good. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, just completely. If you already listened to this, you basically just listened to that twice. Okay, I was not nervous when we were heading up to the mountain because I thought it would be a lot like wakeboarding, which I'm pretty good at, except no, big difference. Instead of holding a rope behind a boat on water, you're speeding to your death down a freezing cold sheet of ice. When we got off the ski lift, I quickly found out that I did not know how to snowboard and didn't want him to notice how I had clearly never been before. So I told him and the other couple to go ahead and I'd catch up. So then they turned to go- You're a brave soldier. So they turned to go down the right side of the mountain and I went down the other. Turns out I was on the steepest part of the mountain. Girly. Never- (laughs) Never learned how to snowboard and all by myself in the dark. I'm sorry, why is the day at night? Snowboarding at night? I've never heard of something more scary. That sounds scary. Wait, Leif, why, why did you look at me? He thinks you're dumb. He's like, because you're an <laughs> idiot. I'm picturing, I'm like, wait, do people even do that at night? I think they oh, do. Because it's like, how would you see other people? They have lights. Okay. I'm clearly very uneducated. I've never been, but... Um, I got stuck in a snowbank for what seemed like a long time. But when I finally went down the mountain, I totally wiped out and broke my leg. So I guess that's my punishment for lying. <laughs> Literally a smiley face. The guy ended up being a jerk and made fun of me for being clumsy. 
Okay, but leave him. Incredible. Leave him at the slopes. <laughs> at least now, a few years later, it makes for a good story and I can laugh about it. Broke your leg? That's extreme. That is horrible. That is horrible. Not to make this about me, but I did go snowboarding and break my hand as well. So it can be a dangerous sport. I'm terrified of snowboarding, actually. Really? I've never been, but it's not like something I'm dying to do because I'm like, yeah, sure, you can be safe. But I feel like I would be the person who like literally broke their leg. Well, you know what's dumb too is like looking back, the reason I broke my hand is because I was going too fast. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I wanted, not that I wanted to look cool by any means, but it's like, I just didn't want to be a baby and be like going so slow and just like, so I was like, okay, I'm trying to get some speed. Literally don't know what I'm doing. And then breaks my hand. And I'm like, okay, it was not worth that. I should have just looked dumb. Yeah. But I've heard from a lot of people, like Leif wants me to go skiing instead of snowboarding. And I've heard that skiing is really fun too. I'm sure both are really fun. But I mean, I've been snowboarding like twice my whole life and not not like I'm good at all, but I think skiing could be yeah. maybe more Is fun. Is skiing a little bit easier because you have like… To me, I always thought it wouldn't be… A little be, more footing? But Leif, you say it's a little bit more easy, right? To like pick up and yeah, do Yeah, because I feel like old people ski. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think skiing is starting to pick back up in popularity. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like it was snowboarding for mm-hmm. a while now. Skiing's kind of coming back. Yeah, we should go sometime. I'm down. I'm really good. <laughs> We deserve to know what we are putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something that we take every single day. There are sometimes sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, major allergens, and other artificial colorants and other multivitamins. But that's why we love Ritual. Let me tell you a little bit about Ritual, okay? So first of all, I take these every single morning. It's part of my daily ritual, as you would say. (laughs) Gets me to drink water. And they also have like a little bit of a minty aftertaste. So you can take them, um, not so, but you can also take them with or without food. So on an empty stomach, which is really nice uh, because a lot of pills or vitamins will make you nauseous if you take them on an empty stomach, but not Ritual. Ritual is the multivitamin reimagined. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill gaps in the diet with no shady extras. Ritual's delayed release capsule design delivers high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 and just two daily pills. Ritual is designed with different life stages in mind. I'm so excited about this. So they're available for men, women, and teens. And they also have prenatal vitamins, which is awesome. They are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. Ritual makes healthy habits easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they will refund your first order. I love that it just comes to your door. It's so, so easy and seamless. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to restock. It just does it all for you. So get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash what we said to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash what we said. I'm such a huge fan of the podcast, Balance Boss course, Clean Eating 101 course, and the merch. <gasps> wow. Thank you. Whoa. I'm currently rocking the nope sweats. Okay. You are our You're queen. It. Something recently that has happened to me will definitely be taken to the grave, but since I feel as though you guys are my besties, let me fill you in. A few weeks ago, I was getting ready to visit my mom with my husband, who would be arriving home from work within the hour. All of a sudden, I felt something begin to rumble. I began experiencing earth-shattering cramps. These are not your standard cramps that every female must go about their day-to-day experiencing stoically. No, no. These were poop cramps. Basically, my stomach decided that it wanted to kill me. I didn't want to use our main bathroom because my husband was coming home soon. And although we have been together eight years and married too, I'm still not comfortable 
smelling like I've ever had a bowel movement around him. I know I've got issues. Yeah, I was like that too until we moved into a 600 square foot apartment with no fan in the bathroom. I decided yeah. to go to the downstairs bathroom that no one uses, but my husband on occasion. In short, I pooped my brains out with 15 minutes to spare before he got home. I felt like I should be awarded a medal. Days go by and I'm once again getting ready in the main bathroom. While getting ready, I used the bathroom number one and flushed the toilet, but the toilet only filled up with water. I ran to find a plunger, but by the time I made it back, all the water in the toilet had disappeared. So I shrugged it off and continued getting ready. That's almost when you know it's worse, like when all the water in the toilet's gone. Yeah, that's a bad sign. (laughs) (laughs) my husband came by to see if he could use the bathroom and saw that I was nowhere near being finished so he goes downstairs to use the bathroom that I christened days before not a minute goes by when I hear his footsteps running up the stairs and his eyes are wide open he asked me if anyone had been downstairs to use the restroom not exactly understanding what was going on but knowing by the look on his face that it wasn't good I replied confidently no why he replied, someone has exploded downstairs and it's everywhere. <gasps> Keeping a straight face, I urged, what do you mean everywhere? Ladies, when I had flushed the toilet, it had backfired. Everything from whenever I had committed the terrible sins. What? <laughs> Leif is cracking up. Everything. Like he cannot contain himself with poop. <laughs> Everything from whenever I had committed the terrible sins days before. And he was right. It was everywhere. On the walls, on the floor, on the vanity. It was horrific. I told him that it had have, Girl, at this point, you got to complain. <laughs> I told him that it had to have been his since he was the only one that used that toilet. And because he thought that was true, he cleaned up my poop thinking it was his. I'm a terrible person. Oh. God bless him. He will never know the truth. Oh, that is so bad. And is now a good time for me to talk about how poop came out of my actual shower yes. in my Airbnb. You should. You guys, maybe this is another reason I have ill feelings towards this Airbnb. Literally poop in the so shower. I smelled the most horrible smell. And I was in the kitchen. Leif was playing pickleball. Kristen and Marcus were on their way over. Like Kristen or Leif and Marcus have been playing pickleball together. So they were coming, picked up Kristen, were coming over to the Airbnb to see it and just like hang out. So they're on their way over and I smell the worst smell. And Lady keeps going into the like guest room. And I'm like, why is she going in there? Like, is there something or one of her toys or something? So I walk in there. It smells horrible. Like I could kind of smell it from the kitchen because it's right off the kitchen. And so I go into the bathroom and it just like keeps getting stronger. Like I go into the bathroom and it is so bad. I'm like, Kate, is there something in the toilet still? Like, did someone not flush? It smells so bad. I lift up the toilet seat. Nothing. Turn around. Poop. In my shower. I have a question about that though. uh, What's the question? Was it like poop water? Like sewage water? Or was it like straight up clumpy poop? (laughs) Literal clump. (gasps) Don't you think, Leif? Well, it had to fit through the drain, but... It had to fit through the drain, but it was like, it was not water. Like, it was literal poop, Chelsea. Without a shadow of a doubt. Shadow of a doubt. Yeah, sewage. I want to throw up. I literally, I dry heaved. I'm very like, I gag when I smell bad things. So I am dry heaving. I run out (laughs) and I call Leif. I'm like, hey, uh, something interesting just happened. There's poop in the shower. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. So he gets home and Kristen and Marcus were two minutes away. And because she's pregnant, she's super sensitive to smells. So she got in and she literally was like about to throw up. My whole house smelled like it. Anyway, I called the Airbnb host and Leif like did something to make it fine for the night. But then um, like a plumber came the next morning and like had to work on it. It was horrific. I know I was saying, 
I really hope it was your poop and not like your neighbors or the person before. That was before. Kristen's first. <laughs> that was both of your first questions to me when I told you this. Like, <gasps> Kristen's like, was it your poop? I'm like, how am I supposed <laughs> to know? I don't know. I hope. You would hope so. I would hope so. But you never know. You know what? We just need to stop thinking poop is gross. It's just a narrative we have about it in our heads. You know what? You have a point though, because even when people, and I'm sorry that we're talking about poop so much in this episode, but even when girls are like, sh- you know, embarrassed or something to like, not that you want to be like pooping in front of your husband, because that's kind of, to me, I'm like not, I don't want to be doing that. Or like, just kind of a vulnerable yeah, position. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I'd rather not. If I had to, sure. But it's like, that. I'm definitely not going to choose to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, to like not even let your husband know that you poop, basically, to be like, oh, no, it wasn't me or something. It's just like, we all have Let's bowel movements. take the masks off. We all have bowel movements. Everybody poops. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, think about when you pick up ladies' poop. Like, it, think about that as like another human's poop. It's the same thing. Technically, it's the same thing. It's like somebody, it came out of somebody else's body. Ew. It's not yours. But when I pick up my dog's poop, I'm like, maybe if I get a little too close and I smell it, it's gross, but... It's just like what it's like, you do. Oh, I just pick it up and throw it away. It's fine. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't have to be a big deal if you don't make gross. it a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Hello, ladies. This is the story of the absolute worst lie I've ever told. I cringe so hard when I think about this, but also I got to respect my commitment. You'll see what I mean in a second. When I was in 10th grade, I decided I did not want to play soccer anymore. I had been playing for years and knew my parents would not let me quit that easily. So instead of being honest with them and risk disappointing them, I decided to break my own foot. Um... Yes, you read that right. Break my own foot bone. In my 14-year-old brain, this was the natural conclusion, the easiest way to get what I want. Honestly, kind of smart though, even though it's like horrible. Okay. I have no idea what I was thinking, but I took a small five-pound hand weight and decided to drop it on my foot, thinking that would do it. I was clearly dumb in case that wasn't clear. So when I dropped it once and my foot didn't snap in half like I'd envisioned, I decided to- Snap in half? I decided to drop it repeatedly. I literally dropped it on my foot over and over again for three days until my parents made the appointment to go to the doctor. I had to wear a boot for six weeks and missed soccer tryouts. I've never told my parents and I will never, ever tell them. I've only ever told my best friend and husband, so this is top secret information. Anyway, love you girls so much. This podcast is the only one I listen to and I feel like you two are my best friends even though we've never met. Keep being amazing. That commitment is next level. That is next level. Breaks your own foot. Like, not to dishonor your parents. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's shocking. Just imagine repeatedly dropping a weight on your foot every day. Imagine even when you drop your phone on your foot and it hurts. That is bad. That is bad. I wonder, I bet other people have done stuff like that to get out of things. The commitment is really there. Maybe I'm just a baby. Oh, I would never be able to do that. Hi, girls. I just want to say that I love you guys so much and have not only been listening to what we said for two years, but I took the first Ballast Boss course last year. Yay. Okay, so I'm in high school and I'm currently dating my first boyfriend. We have been dating for a while now. I have recently become sexually active. However, I am so scared of getting a UTI. So being the Amazon obsessed person I am, I searched through Amazon for the best cranberry pills because they are supposed to prevent UTIs. 
But here's the catch. My mom has given me the do not have sex before marriage talk twice. While I completely respect that as a choice for one to make, I don't plan on waiting until marriage myself. So I knew that I would have to somehow hide the package until I was able to bring it inside once it had arrived because if my mom knew that I was all of a sudden trying to prevent a UTI, she would probably put it together that I'm sexually active. The delivery day arrives and I'm constantly checking my Amazon app to see if the pills have arrived yet or not. They arrive around 7 p.m. I wait through dinner and then wait until my parents go to their bedroom so that I can retrieve the package without getting caught. So I tiptoe to the door with socks on, of course, and open our squeaky ass door and then (laughs) ran back inside to my bedroom. I then proceed to open the box and put the pills inside a drawer in my bedside table. 30 minutes later, my mom comes downstairs from her bedroom to ask me where the package is. I go, what package? Then she says, the package that you brought in about 30 minutes ago. (laughs) Okay. I then proceeded to pretend that I do not know where the package is and that I was distracted while bringing it in so I don't remember where I put it. She goes upstairs and I thought that I was okay. But then I get a text from my dad. Hello, beautiful. Please pause whatever you are doing and come upstairs to talk to mom and I. Ooh, that's the worst text you could possibly get. I freak out a little. They asked me where the package is, what was in it, and how they knew and how they knew that I was lying. So I go downstairs, find a random box of tampons, a random box to put the tampons in and tape it up. I bring this new package upstairs to show them that I had found the package and that it was tampons that I had ordered. They gave me a weird look and then said, okay, then good night. They haven't asked me about it since. So either they believed me or gave up. Sorry, this was so long. I hope you guys enjoyed even half as much as I enjoy the podcast. Oh, that's sweet. Much love. Wow. Okay. That is really hard to like, if you're living at home and you're trying to literally like hide your personal life. Yeah. And your, is your Amazon account like your own? Because I'm thinking yeah, that's they can on just file. go on. Yeah. They can literally just see, but I'm assuming it's her own Amazon yeah. account. I would have gotten it delivered to a different address. Yeah. Like your friends or uh-huh. something. That's but a good idea. I don't also, know. Also, if you want a UTI remedy, it's called UT Answer. Just have it. Ladies, you need to have this on hand at all times. It's absolutely no, repulsive. It is repulsive, you guys. I'm going to save you now. It's repulsive. No, it's repulsive. Chelsea. But listen to me. It literally helps so much. Like you down four tablespoons of that and it's literally disgusting, guys. It tastes four like it tastes like cough syrup. Tablespoons. Yes. You're you- gonna puke. Trust me, don't do it. Here's what you need to do. You need to go and get these little red pills from CVS. No, no, no. The red pills, those ones that turn your pee orange. Yes. For me, that takes away the urgency and the burn 100 percent That does take away the urgency and the burn. The UT answer, like literally gets rid of the UTI. Oh, really? It is the best thing that I have ever tried. I've told everybody about it. Like I told my sister-in-law and she was like, this has literally saved me so many times. The second you feel it coming on, you need to take it. Not like way later, as soon as you need antibiotics, go get antibiotics. Yeah, like don't let I, it go, go crazy. This is what I was going to say. I hesitate giving UTI. Like UTIs can actually be very dangerous. Yes. They can actually turn into a kidney infection. So if you truly- Have, one, have had one of those. If you truly have a UTI, you should go to a doctor. Yes. Like especially if it's getting bad. My UTIs are more like, it's like I can feel it starting. And if I drink a ton of water, they'll, it will kind of just like go mm-hmm. away on its own. So you have to like be careful. Yes. But, um, listen to me. To, <laughs> as if they would listen to anyone else. It's literally our podcast. Listen to my voice. <laughs> um, I have had UTIs ever since I was in third grade because I had, one of my kidneys is messed up or something. So I literally had like a really bad kidney infection you know, the worst UTI Wait, I've ever I, had was when I was literally eight years old. So I had them all grow up, like tried everything for them. 
like when I didn't even know me and my mom were trying to figure out something that would help. And I would drink cranberry juice all the time, blah, 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 all the stuff. It would help a little bit, but literally I would just have like antibiotics and stuff. Yeah. And so I feel like I get them pretty easily. So I'm very like vigilant about cleanliness and making Mm -hmm. sure my pH is balanced out and everything. Mm -hmm. But the UT answer has been the thing that has helped me the most. Have you heard of Eucora? Because I actually heard about them and we might be working with them. Yes, I did. I saw that today. So if we are, I'm very excited to try it out. Yes. Because it's all for urinary tract health. Yes. And and UTIs. I know. I actually just saw that. I need to look into it. Out of everyone, this is a company we should be working with because we've both gotten so many UTIs. Yes. So UTIs are horrible. We should try that out and see. Yeah. But yes, don't let your UTI go on for too no, long. No, like, no, no. Try, try the orange. The orange pills do help when it's like for the pain while you're getting help. This, yes. It's it's best for if you're like, oh my gosh, it burns so bad and I'm in so much pain. And I, I you know, if you have a UTI, the urgency, you feel like you have to yes. pee so bad. You sit down and two drops of pee comes out and you're, oh. and, it, and it burns like fire. Like yes. it is horrible. I got my first UTI when I was in Hawaii on, I was like at the airport. And we were, and I had to keep going out of the security line to go to the bathroom because <gasps> I had such urgency. Oh, that, that is giving me PTSD. Yeah. And we were with my family, actually. I wasn't married yet. And I also got UTIs before I was sexually active, by the way. Yes. Same. I was well, yeah, eight. if you were that young. But I, it, so it always, it doesn't always have to be from that. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was with my family and we are in the line in the security and I had to keep going, getting out of line. And the person was like, um, she can't do that. And my mom like told this like girl, uh, security agent person, she's like, oh, she has a UTI. And the agent was like, oh my gosh, like I have, I get the worst UTIs. I have something for her. Cause I was about to get on a six hour flight. Yeah. No, that's going to be a no for No, me. it's going to be an absolute no for that's me. That's when you literally wear a diaper. Yeah. I, um, honestly. Like literally I, I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. This flight or this security agent Literally, definitely completely illegally, but gave me, like, she had, like, the wow. literal medication. She was like, it's in the box. Like, she's like, uh, just take one of these and it will, like, help the urgency so much. I took it, literally cured it for the, like, for the whole flight. I'm like, that was literally meant to be. Yes. I would have been in screwed. so much pain. You would have been screwed. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're honestly horrible. They're horrible. Like, I had to go get, um, like, ultrasounds for it. So, like, look at my kidneys. Like, If you let them go on for too long too, like you really need after like two days, if it doesn't go away, you need to go to the doctor. Totally. Because your white blood cell count can go down and all that. It can be scary. Nasty stuff. So sure. And then the makeup for it is just horrible. Okay. I love y'all. So this is the biggest lie I've ever told. Back in 2015, I found out I was pregnant with my fifth child. I was told it was a boy. I already had four boys. Honestly, I was devastated. I just wanted a girl. I dealt with the pain and accepted the fact that I would not have a girl. Nine months later, I gave birth to the boy. After the doctors gave him a bath and whatever else they do with newborns, they brought me back my baby, but something was different. They brought me a girl. I was confused, but I was happy. uh, 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 um, (laughs) This this cannot be real. (laughs) Hold on. What do you mean? She says, I was confused, but I was happy. I didn't know what to say, so I didn't say anything. That day I went home with a baby girl, Isabel Lane. She's five years old and our pride and joy. I still wonder what <laughs> I still wonder what happened to our baby boy, but I couldn't imagine life without our Isabel. Thanks for reading. No. I know this is crazy. Absolutely <laughs> not. I I just That's said, fake. I took back. I will take back what I said. I will be searching your name and I will be going to your I Instagram. I will be looking up her records. 
<laughs> you have got to be lying. You just let go of your son <laughs> so quickly. She's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. After mm. birthing him, that's not even like biggest lie I've ever told. That's like literally biggest crime I've ever committed. Yeah. No. Uh, I, that can't be real. This must be like a 13-year-old who like wrote it yes. or something. Like who who just watched like Switch at Birth or something. Literally just, I still wonder what happened to our baby boy. <laughs> like shrug emoji. Like, literally <laughs> stole someone else's child. <laughs> Legitimately kidnapped. <laughs> Why did Beth put that in there? <laughs> like legitimately. Oh, I'm screaming. And the fact that it was like the fifth story too. Wasn't it like the first story? What the heck? This has me shook. <laughs> Leif just goes, no. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Okay, wow. There's no way. There's just no way. I, I refuse to believe that. Same. Because we will literally have to report that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I will be reporting you to the authorities. If that's your story, like, verify. She can't even verify that it's real. I was going to say, email again and be like, no, really, I'm serious. They brought your baby back to you. <laughs> The wrong baby the and wrong you just baby, went with it. And you didn't say a thing. Your husband <laughs> just didn't even realize it was a girl? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's a girl now. Something everybody about this story. In, everybody in your life knew you were having a boy and then you bring a girl home and they're just like, huh? I mean, it could be like, oh, they got the gender wrong. That has happened before. But like your own husband, didn't he? It, or I don't who maybe she's not married. But it's like, if she was with someone in the room, they see you give birth to a boy and then brings back yeah. a girl. It's usually weird though. I feel like it's mostly like, they tell you it's a girl, but it's really a boy because they don't see the, you know, general. I've seen the opposite. Really? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I'm sure it happens. I'm just saying like the chances of that are, I feel like less Slimmer. than, you know, yeah. if, you, if they told you it was a girl and then it was a boy, it's like, oh, we just missed something. Yeah. Like none of this is like, what up. were you seeing? Yeah. Okay. I need, I need a, a minute. After Let's that each one. do one more. Hello, friends. First off, let me say that I have looked up to both of you ladies every time I would see you in the halls of GHS. Your laughter oh. and smiles just radiated. What the heck? I don't, so I don't know who this is because I don't have the like name. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm like, ew, that's creepy. <laughs> just kidding. I just can't see who it is. Um, that's really nice. Worst lie I have ever told? Actually, more like best lie I've ever told. And it involves a team of people. I used to play ice hockey. And as a girl in the Arizona desert, there was hardly any options for me. A tournament was happening in Nevada. And I wanted to be a part of it with some of the guys I have played with for a long time. These guys have always been super encouraging. But let me toot my own horn for a second. I was a better player than most of them. So that helped. We decided to attend this tournament, including me. We had just enough people to form a team. Then we got the news. No girls allowed. Excuse me. It was 2010. This was ridiculous. We fought, but nothing was working. That's when we all had a great idea. You know that movie, She's the Man? Well, now you know where this is going. My team decided that my name was now Carl, and I was a 5'6 center that now wore the number 91, and according to the player stats, was male. I used a wig to keep my hair short, even in the locker room. My team would cover for me whenever I needed it. Luckily, I was still going through the ropes of puberty, so I didn't have much to cover up. We ended up winning this tournament, and we all played the best we have ever played before. Carl even won MVP of the tournament. You're lying. To this day, no one knows besides my teammates and it's hard to say what they would do if they ever found out so we will be keeping this one for the story times are now changing and i'm glad that women are getting more chances to play sports just because people say it's a rough sport or a guy's sport means absolutely nothing i have since made the switch to rugby and i am proud to tackle like a girl because watch out follow your dreams girls love carl <gasps> i'm screaming carl i'm absolutely I screaming i love that literally she's the man 
That is so good. What a good story. That is the best lie. Okay, last story of the day. Hi, ladies. I'm a big fan of the both of you, and I was introduced to the podcast by one of my best friends. The confession episodes are my favorite, so I decided to share the worst lie I have ever told. My junior year of college, I was enrolled in a Calculus three class. My professor was a pretty boring guy, so I struggled with paying attention and understanding the content he was teaching. We had a huge exam coming up, and I really did not know the material, nor had I spent any time preparing for it. The morning of my exam, I panicked and didn't go to class. So, of course, I did the most logical thing I could think of. I emailed my professor a lie and told him my grandma had been in a wreck. My professor emailed me back telling me he was so sorry she had a wreck, but that in order for me to take the test, I would have to provide proof that it happened. My grandma really did have a wreck a few months prior to this, so I screenshot the photos that she had sent of her car and attached them to the email. To make things worse, I had a friend who was in nursing school write a note for me pretending to be my grandma's nurse to confirm that the wreck had happened and I had been there to help her. The whole thing turned into a much bigger, more intricate lie that my professor believed. He let me take the test a few days later, but I had spent so much time making up evidence for my grandma's pretend wreck that I didn't (gasps) study at all. Oh my gosh. I got a C- minus on the exam. It was not worth it. Oh my gosh, that's funny. That's the worst though, is like when the lie just becomes so intricate intricate and you're just like, goodbye. You just hope it'll be like, oh, let's just pass it by and then they keep asking questions. It's like, really? That's really the worst part about lying. Mm -hmm. You got to keep up with the web of lies. You have to cover all your tracks. Yes. That's why when people are like serial liars, I'm like, that's got to be the worst life. Yes. Because you literally have, you tell everyone a different story and then you have to keep all of them straight. Yes. That'd be exhausting. Exhausting. Even we, me and JC were just talking right before this and I was like talking about what we did this weekend and I was like, yeah. And then we saw like, I said, we were like, oh, we saw this dog. And I was like, wait, we did not see that dog like immediately after. And it's like, even that thought of like, if I had just like let that go for some weird <laughs> reason, like that's such a, a weird lie. Yeah. Even though it wasn't like And also it's like, lie. if I was like, oh yeah. And then you saw that like, I had not ever seen that dog and you're like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's like just weird, weird little things like that. It's like, just don't lie, people. It's As if you purposely it. lied about the dog. No, like, that's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. It's like, imagine if that was like a… A weird lie you yeah. told. Yeah, and then it's like… And there are I, people that do that. Right. There are definitely people who do that. <laughs> about weird things. About weird things. Oh, we ain't gonna name any yeah, names. <laughs> but we, we do know. know. Yes, we do. Um. Okay. Well, that is gonna be it for today's story episode. Let us know if we should just become a full-blown story podcast, guys. Because we love these so much. Yes. Um, If you actually, by the time you listen to this, never mind. That will not be relevant. I was going to say, well, our advice episode is coming out on Friday, actually. So in just a few days, mm-hmm. we've already taken all the submissions for the advice for this uh, month. But we do one advice bonus episode per month. It's the last Friday of every month. So if you guys ever, you can write in anytime. If yeah. you want advice on anything, we like save them all to a folder and then we'll read different advice things every Yeah, just make the subject of your email like need advice or yeah. advice column. Yes. So we know what it's for. So stay tuned for that extra episode this week, which is always fun. Yes. I love when we have bonus episodes. It always seems to come so fast too. Yes, it like, does. This month flew by, not just because it's only 28 days. Mm-hmm. It really did. But I hope you guys have an amazing week. We will talk to you on Friday. We love you. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Goodbye. Goodbye.